Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, good morning again as we gather together this morning. Let's just kick off with a question. Hopefully by now you kind of know the drill. Got a question? I encourage you to respond by posting here on Facebook. Our question this morning, what scripture, hymn, or song is encouraging you during these days? What scripture, hymn, or song is encouraging you during these days? You know, these days are unusual days. None of us have lived through days like this before. And for the foreseeable future, this is how, you know, we'll gather together and a lot of unusual things are happening. So as we, again, celebrate Palm Sunday, you know, let's encourage one another. I'm going to share some encouraging words that I find in Scripture during these times. It comes from Isaiah 41, verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. You know, as I hear these words of Isaiah... And, and I think about the, the troubling times that we're in. It's easy for us to sometimes think that God would be well, disappointed in us if we're scared, if we're uneasy, if we're anxious. But really God, as he speaks these words to Isaiah, and, and these words speak to us today, they're an encouragement that God speaks to us in our anxiety, our uncertainty, our fears, and reminding us and encouraging us that he is with us. That he continues loving us. I think to the Romans 8, those words of Paul, where he says there's nothing that can separate us from God's love. So as you do that, as you share in the post here, you're encouraging him, song, or words of scripture. It's a great way for us to encourage one another, because you may have a song or a scripture that someone else hasn't thought of that we can encourage one another. Well, as we do that again, we're here to celebrate Palm Sunday. So you know, got your palms. I don't know how many of you did a little dancing and sang and shouted your hosannas. But as we think about Palm Sunday, our Lord Jesus rides into Jerusalem. He rides there humbly on a donkey fulfilling a prophecy. And the people welcome him with gladness. But things quickly change because Jesus had a mission. Now thinking about mission and the mission that Jesus had and the mission that he sends us out into the world with to share his encouraging words and his love. We think about this on Palm Sunday, and I think that, you know, a little over 20 years ago, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and two of its districts, the Iowa West District and the Nebraska District, which we are a part of, wanted to encourage and, and increase mission awareness among the local, amongst the local congregations, as well as to share the good news of Jesus and his love. And so working together, they help to encourage and inform people about missions. And, and, and doing so, now thousands have become not normal people who share in letting the good news of Jesus Christ be spread all over the world through their prayers, their volunteer hours and time, as well as their financial gifts. Our original plan as we gathered here on this Palm Sunday and as we celebrate Jesus' triumphal entry was to focus on the mission that he had to go to the cross for us and what that meant for us personally and for the world and for us and our calling to share that good news is we were going to have one of my not normal friends with us to share today an update on missions. 
Maybe you may already guess who that was. That's our good old friend, missionary Gary. So what I invited Gary to do and had a conversation with him a little earlier this week is just share some of the encouraging words and scriptures that he finds that he can encourage us as we continue to live out this mission. So let's take a few minutes and we'll listen to those encouraging words from our missionary friend, Gary. In Psalm 121, he said, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. What a wonderful encouragement. And the Lord will keep you from all harm. He'll watch over your life. Those are promises. Those aren't just statements. Those are promises. And I think it's a time like this that we all need to reflect on those things. It's a great opportunity time to call someone. Have you called someone? This morning, I called four people. And each one of them was so happy that I called. And one elderly gentleman down in Sun City, West Arizona, where I had the privilege of speaking. He said, Gary, this is the best thing that could have happened to us today. You were supposed to call. That's what we can do when we encourage one another. And Paul talked about it when he said, we need to encourage one another just as in fact you're doing. So we can do that and what a blessing it is. You know, the older I get and the more I travel, the more I realize how simple it is. The message of Jesus is not complicated. You know, a little child can understand a lot of times better than adults. A little child has a childlike faith. And, you know, Jesus talked about that in his famous message when he said in Matthew 18, 3, he took a little child, put that little child on his lap, and then he looked over at those Pharisees. They had all the exegetical and theological answers. They knew all the rules and exactly what had to be done. What did he say to those Pharisees? He said, unless you change and become like this little child, you will not enter into my kingdom. I want you to know that the older I've gotten, the simpler this has gotten. It's not complicated. You don't have to have all the answers. And my dad had a fourth grade education. He went to the fourth grade. He never read the Bible all the way through. But he knew Jesus loved him and died for him. That's what saves. It's a childlike faith. And it's very personal to children. And that's the thing I see that's missing many times in adults. They don't take Jesus personally. Jesus died for the whole world. Yes, that's true. Oh, Jesus died for everything. Yes, that's true. Jesus died for us. Yes, that's true. But I want to tell you a story about a little four-year-old girl who came with her mom and dad and before they left, we came down to our little wayside prayer chapel here at Mission Central. The little girl sat right in the front pew. And we had a prayer together before this family left. And it was interesting because after our prayer, I looked at that little four-year-old girl. And I said to her, honey, do you see the statue of Jesus here in our little chapel? Yes. 
I said, do you see these marks on his feet and on his hands? What are those marks? And that little girl with an angelic face looked at me and said, that's where the nails were, Missionary Gary. I said, that's right. And then I asked her a most important question. I said, who did he do that for? And that little girl made me cry. She looked at me and she said, he did that for me. He did that for me. That little four-year-old girl took it very personally. Very personally. She knew Jesus knew her name and Jesus died for her. She said, he did that for me. You know, I was a member of a congregation all my life. I was uh, the elder, head elder. I served as elder for many years. Oh, I was chairman of the congregation for many years. And I taught Sunday school and Bible class for many years. But I honestly don't think I really got it till I was about 51 years old. And then my life changed dramatically because of a death. And I woke up and I realized how personal it was. And then suddenly I said, I got to do something. See, normal people will say, boy, the congregation ought to do something. Normal people will say, gee, pastor, Pastor Irwin, you ought to do something. You've got to work harder. But when you really take it personal is when you say, Jesus died for me. My favorite hymn is not in the Lutheran Book of Worship. Please forgive me, Pastor. But it's not in the Lutheran Book of Worship. It's an old gospel song. And for all of you today, I'd like to say the words of this old gospel song because it's very personal. The look of love was on his face. Thorns were on his head. Blood was on his precious robe, stained a crimson red. Though his eyes were on the crowd that day, his thoughts were ahead in time. When he was on the cross, I was on his mind. Jesus died for me, and he knows my name. And he knows your name, too. Jesus died for each one of us. And when he was on the cross, we were on his mind. The Lord knows what's going on, and he's with us. And he'll never leave us or forsake us. Today, I want to give you a gift. It's the five little words that appear in Matthew 28, 20. Jesus was getting ready to ascend into heaven. And he gave us these five words of comfort. Those five words are, I am with you always. And so when the darkness comes and there's fear and you turn on the television and you hear all of the dark things that are happening and you wonder what's really happening, I want you all to remember those five words. I am with you you always. That's a promise. That's a promise. If you ask old missionary Gary, what's the trouble in our country? 
I'm going to tell you what the trouble in our country is. There's not enough love. When you turn on the television, you hear hatred and arguments and accusations. What we need in this country is more love. That's what the Lord Jesus talked about on Monday, Thursday with his disciples. He knew he was going to the cross. He knew he was going to die a horrible death. And that night before, he looked at his followers in that room and said, this new command that I give you, that you love one another. That's what's missing in the country today. At your congregation and the people listening to this, I want you to know how much old missionary Gary loves you. I want you to remember that. And I know one thing, I'm not going to say goodbye to you. I'm going to say for certain, I'll see you all later. Well, it's encouraging words from our missionary friend Gary and encouraging words from all of you as I was reading through the post and, and seeing the scriptures and the hymns and the songs that you have found encouraging. And it's just so wonderful that we can encourage one another. That really is part of the way that we are communicating and connecting and caring. Because as we gather together here, it's not just that, hey, do we have palms to celebrate Palm Sunday? It's how do we encourage one another? How do we encourage one another that this celebration, this celebration of our Savior Jesus on his way into Jerusalem and to the cross, is a celebration that lives not just in worship, but it lives through us each and every day in faith, especially as we encourage one another. Well, talking about encourage one another, you know, I love what Gary said there. It's a challenge that I myself have taken on. Uh, how will you encourage someone else this week? So how will you encourage one another this week? Now think about that for just a moment. Is there people in your household you may encourage? Is there somebody you may give a phone call to or get on social media and connect and encourage them with these words of Scripture, with this hope that is ours in Jesus Christ? I know our elders have been working to call the congregation. So if you get a phone call from the elder, they're just calling to encourage you and, and to pray with you. I've also been having the goal of calling 10 people a day. I want you to know, I'll be honest with you, I have not called 10 people a day. Because I have found that as I start calling people, I spend more time talking and listening, encouraging them, but also being encouraged by them in the conversation. So our conversations have gotten a lot longer than I anticipated, but they've been so wonderful. So it's just so wonderful that we can encourage one another, encourage our friends, our neighbors, and, and everyone that we can with the hope that is ours. As we celebrate this Palm Sunday, as we run into Holy Week and we follow our Savior Jesus, we celebrate a Savior who loves us, a Savior who is there for us at the cross and is who is with us right now. Share those encouraging words with someone this week. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. Today, as we gather with Christians throughout the world, Lord, a little unusual today, to celebrate your triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And Lord, we wave our palms. and We raise our voices to you in songs of celebration. Lord, we also journey with you to the cross, knowing, Lord, that your mission was to seek and save the world, to seek and save us. We thank you for the mission you completed at the cross and the empty tomb. 
We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help us as we are encouraged by your word, as we are encouraged through hymns and songs, to encourage one another with the hope that is ours in Jesus. This we pray, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.